Welcome to another Art of Relationships podcast. We are grateful for listeners like you. Let's get right into it. Well, it's really fun, Lisa, to do another podcast with you. And uh, we're getting close to the holiday season. And mm-hmm. um, I think for a lot of people out there, if they're like us, holidays are awesome because you get to spend time with people you love. You get to spend time with family. There's traditions, mm-hmm. right? I loved playing football. I knew playing football in the snow was going to happen over Thanksgiving or Christmas break because we are going to watch it on TV. And then all the guys in the neighborhood would get together and just go play in the in, usually in Colorado, it was snowing at the time or it was at least freezing. It was so mm. fun. We'd go out there and just tackle and fight. And, and the family would kind of join in, but it'd be a lot of neighborhood kids as well. It was just a tradition. Then you'd come home and you'd watch college football and pro football on TV. And mm-hmm. there were a lot of fun traditions. And mm-hmm. I, at least I just think when, when that happened, you know, it just, I, I don't know, tackling somebody, you know, <laughs> and, and, and knocking him into the ground was like, that's fun, you know. Well, you know, and, and it was was probably one of those things that I now associate <laughs> is having people together doing an activity and then all being home, mm. you know, in this room. You don't even have to, I don't know, be doing the same thing, but there just wasn't a whole lot of distractions back then. And so you either mm-hmm. watch, you know, one TV on, you know, probably black and white, maybe color and watching mm-hmm. the football game because there wasn't much else on. And it was just fun to be with people. Yeah. And then we got married and we kind of started new holiday traditions with our own kids. Yeah. You and I would go out and play football ball together and I would tackle you and then you would tackle me. And, and that it, didn't go so well. No. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's where Caroline came from. I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. No, but but going out and doing fun things or, you know, as part of the holiday tradition for others, maybe at least it's decorating or maybe it's just being able to sit around a fire and read and talk or maybe it's quiet time or maybe it's just the chance to see loved ones again and Eat fun, try you know, try new dishes and whatever it might be. There's a lot of holiday traditions out there. Yeah, well, I think the interesting thing going into the holidays nowadays for our family is that uh, we are well into I don't know about seven years of uh, in laws. We have in-law kids. Our kids are married, and so we have a son-in-law, we have daughter-in-law, and then our kids have in-laws, right? Mother-in-law, father-in-laws. And so we have in-laws, mother-in-laws, father-in-laws. So now we're trying to figure out how to do holidays with the in-laws. And so that seems to be a real common uh, issue for a lot of families. Would you say, Chris? I, I, it is it's extremely common, and, and it usually happens that very first Christmas after your marriage or that first Thanksgiving or even the second one. You're now married. You've been married for a couple of months, and all of a sudden people are making plans, and you're going, oh, wait a minute. We have in-laws and family, my family here, your family there. They do mm-hmm. a tradition. And man, that becomes complicated because you end up going to a lot of different places. It, it can also be bad for the diet because you're, you Ooh. know, eating foods, you know, having Thanksgiving in the morning with mm-hmm. one family and then, you know, that night again or maybe the next day. And Yeah, multiples. Get, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it gets hard. And, and I think at least the hardest part for new married couples mm-hmm. um is satisfying everybody around them. The in-laws want a piece of them. They want just want to. They love them and they want yeah. to be there. But also, you want to establish your own holiday as well as mm-hmm. a new couple, right? And as parents, it's really hard because suddenly you have to share. 
Oh, that's really hard. That's really hard. No matter how often we've done it, where we're going to different parents, uh, our parents and splitting the holidays, now that we're the parents, we have to share our kids. And that's not always easy to do. I think the, if you want the bottom line, here's the bottom line for me. The bottom line for any of listeners is what we have found is that the person that's most the, the and the families, whether you're the mom, the dad, the grandparent, the, the the people that are newly married, you know, whatever, if you have kids or not, I think at the end of the day, people that are willing to be flexible mm-hmm. rather than this is our holiday, this is the way we do it, it will always be this way, and no changes can come about mm-hmm. because we have a family tradition and we're gonna run this for the next sixty years and we've been doing it for thirty and now we're we're going to keep it going. I, I think sometimes inflexibility like that uh, really is hard for everybody on either side. Now, we're not talking specifically in our families. This is just in general. Mm-hmm. So I just think the more flexible people are, and then the better. At the bottom line, at the end of the day, you want to spend time with loved ones, right? And right. to do that in a way that satisfies. But when all of us run into that one you know, family member, that one person, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's a kid or maybe it's a parent says this is the way it's going to be it's every new year's eve you know we celebrate Mm -hmm. at our house we use fireworks and everybody has to show up on new year's eve at our Mm -hmm. house we start in the morning you know we celebrate all day and it ends with this you know whatever Mm -hmm. whatever the celebration is that you feel most strongly about and it's usually christmas christmas eve Mm -hmm. thanksgiving Mm -hmm. you know maybe uh, fourth of july birthdays birthdays Mm -hmm. the way you do it how you do it and the way you celebrate um, varies. And so I think flexibility, but at least that's where you start running into problems when you don't find that. Well, it is. And I think one of the one of the best things that you can do is put yourself in the other person's shoes. Like for us, we've got to put ourselves in our kids' shoes mm-hmm. and see the issue the way they see it. Because in order to do this, we have to go back and we have to revisit our own advice that we've given to young couples through the years and how to deal with their new in-laws. And I I think that we have found that there's six steps that we want to talk about today, six uh, steps to help you navigate this. And we have found that it's really worked well with uh, with our parents and with our kids. So when we when we start talking about how to spend the holidays with family, Chris, what's a point that you think that we need to keep in mind? Yeah. OK. It all starts with taking the perspective of somebody else. And, and, and I think if we start with that, what does it mean? How do other people see this? And be willing to see from their eyes. And sometimes that takes. Now, can you tell me a little bit? What does this mean for your family or what does this mean for you? Or I, and at least I remember asking you. Lisa, tell me mm-hmm. about your holidays. Now, we did this during engagement because we had great, you know, pre-engagement counseling mm-hmm. or premarital counseling. And they would say, how are you going to spend the holidays? Mm-hmm. And we would say, well, we're probably going to be far away from each family because mm-hmm. of our work. And indeed, it turned out to be. We were in California. Yeah. One family was in Colorado, the other in Texas. And so mm-hmm. you and I had to, dis- but we still had to decide, okay, we're going to fly back or drive back. How much time do we spend with one family or another? Mm-hmm. I think it really helped for 
for you and I to discuss this ahead of time. What's your perspective? Where do you want to be on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve? Where do you want to be on Christmas Day? What is it like for you? What what hope do you have? And then what do your parents want? Mm-hmm. What would bring them respect and honor? Mm-hmm. And are they willing to be flexible because we now have two sets of families? So I think the very first thing is we learn about perspective and we take it from them and we just talk about it. What's your hopes? Mm-hmm. What's your expectations? Mm-hmm. What do you want most, mm-hmm. right? What do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think that's great. What did you like about the way you grew up in your traditions? What would you like to do different, maybe? And it's just a great chance to really listen and find out about each other's hearts and the deeper dreams and hopes that the other person has. There you go. Uh, that's it. If you can spend time, it's, you start with, you know, maybe your parent, maybe you're not, maybe you're single. What are your hopes and dreams and share those with your parents and maybe your sibling that just got married and maybe you're feeling left out and you say, my hope and dream was that we'd all be together on Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve. And I really want that because of this. Well, if we start talking about that and get out our what our expectations and hopes and dreams Mm -hmm. are, sometimes we can find those can be met in other ways. Um, Mm -hmm. So at least what about uh, what's another idea or another point? Yeah, I think also is that you just need to remember that your spouse comes first. Mm -hmm. So like in the best marriage. Marriages, you always want to put your partner's needs ahead of everyone else's when you're considering what to do about your traditions and your holidays, right? So by doing that and you're choosing the role of being a husband or a wife over being a child in your parents' family. That could be hard for some people, Ooh, right? Because they're, yeah. they're so connected to mom and dad, to their tradition, mm-hmm. the culture. It means mm-hmm. everything. It's, or mom and dad can be so insistent yeah. that you continue the way it's always been. And, and they could also pull the respect and honor card out, you know, in a shame-based mm. culture and say, this is how you respect and honor your parents. Mm. And what, what you would you say to that? Well, I would say you hopefully discuss this during, you know, premarital, you know, each of you, the way this is done and that during premarital, you have to sometimes have hard conversations, not just with your potential or your going to be spouse, but with mm-hmm. your family about mm-hmm. what it means now and how this marriage is going to change mm-hmm. things. To leave and cleave. Mm-hmm. Leave and cleave. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. And so I think there are a lot of families out there, a lot of young couples who struggle mm-hmm. with the idea of, they don't struggle with the cleaving, they, they struggle with the leaving. And, mm-hmm. and, and cultures vary, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and some of them just feel, this is the way it has to be. This is the way my parents paid for things, they're going to continue to pay. And I think that's where premarital comes in and you mm-hmm. say, hold on here then, if you're unable to afford and live you know, together as a couple, but it depend on your parents, then you're already starting off at a deficit because mm-hmm. now you're going to, they are going to be able to say, hey, mm-hmm. I can hold this over you. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So what we're saying is maybe that the leaving starts by making your spouse and your children your priority mm-hmm. over your mom, over your dad, over your in-laws. I mean, they're still valued and still loved, right? You're not saying that they're not, but just not over your spouse. Yeah. And so that starts even before marriage. If you haven't had that conversation yet mm-hmm. with either your parents or your spouse's parents, 
uh, I think you need to sit down and make a decision. What is our family going to be like? What is our marriage? We're going to put it first, we believe, but we're also going to respect and honor you. We are going to be there. However, it may not be like it was in the past, mom mm-hmm. and dad. We, we may not be able to, you know, all mm-hmm. sit around and, and do all of this on, let's say, Christmas Eve and then do this on Christmas Eve night and then Christmas morning. And then we have this meal and then now you're free to go. It's like, no, mm-hmm. actually, we're not going to be able to do that. And mm-hmm. We're really sorry. It's going to go this way. And we want to do this in a respectful honorable way. Yeah. It's really hard, but oh, spouses hard. do come first. And I think we have you have to establish the beginning of your own traditions, don't mm-hmm. you? I mean, that's another point. Mm-hmm. Start as a couple to establish. I mean, you are going to one day be those parents, and you right. want traditions, um, and you want them while your kids are young. And but They're you should important. start them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're important too. You know, I think in Gottman's. Um, house building the the house the foundation uh, relationship house that he talks about John Gottman the leading marital researcher one of the things that he says brings couples together is shared traditions mm-hmm. shared special moments like that and so to start developing your own as a young couple is really important mm-hmm. and so you want to be sure and work for a balance and fairness though so like for example you might spend Christmas Eve at your parents and Christmas Day at your spouse's, you know, especially if they both live nearby. Or every other year, you might mm-hmm. choose to spend the whole holiday at home as a couple uh, or maybe as a family yeah. as, as you have children. Like our oldest son, he's married and has a baby, and um, they've started their own tradition on Christmas morning. They don't come until later in the day because they now have their own tradition there at home. Yeah, and it's it's hard. We want everybody there, so we've had to flex and maybe have a holiday mm-hmm. on a different day, right? It's not mm-hmm. the day that's important. It's being together, right? All whether right. You, whether you did this on December eighteenth or December you know twenty first or the twenty fifth, whatever mm-hmm. it is, just so long as I now that's one person's opinion, but that's yeah. just kind of how I see it. The day it, in and of itself isn't some special date. Magical. It, you know, it's not mm-hmm. magical. It's just a date, and that means we're together mm-hmm. and we celebrate. Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, one thing that we do now at Thanksgiving, uh, we have in-law kids that have some pretty strong uh, Thanksgiving um holiday traditions and we love that we love to let them honor that with their their families those in-laws and so what we've done is we make alternate arrangements on thanksgiving with some other friends but then our family comes together every saturday following thanksgiving and uh, we now call it our grace giving so that's become our new family tradition that we all really love and so that's been a way that we've been able to accommodate um the various families involved in our extended family now yeah and i think if i do think that if you're a young couple and you're and you're starting this out you should have these conversations if you haven't yet and another one least maybe another tip is um is establish ground rules you know we did that and and here's how long we're going to stay in one and Mm -hmm. a lot of the driving you know and and planes dictated some of that and but I think it's real important. And, you know, there are some things that you don't want to give up and you hate to have, you know, only mm-hmm. part of the kids there. 
but you do have to arrange it. I, mm-hmm. I, and we're learning over time that sometimes it's okay to have, you know, one holiday meal with, you know, a small number of your family and then the next day a different holiday meal with a different part of your family mm-hmm. and that's okay. Sometimes you can all be together. That's right. But you have to establish these not only in advance, mm-hmm. um, I, and I think that's it, Lisa. You, you, you have to kind of let them, and some people are planners. Yeah. Right? You and I are not. You and I just kind of go. We're more spontaneous. More spontaneous. Yeah. And, but we've learned that some people are more planners and they want to know ahead of time mm-hmm. what's going to happen and where and when. And so we've had mm-hmm. to kind of go along with that. Yeah. And you want to be sure and let your your extended family know, hey, mm-hmm. listen, this is when we're going to be there. This is how long we can stay and when we have to leave. And you want to have that conversation before the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love one of ours, Lisa, and, and, and I probably shouldn't admit this publicly, but it's it's lighting <laughs> major fireworks on two nights of the year. It's on, you know, New Year's Eve and then on Fourth of July. And so, right. It's really fun. And we have to, hey, come on over. I can neither and, confirm nor deny that. Yeah. And sometimes these things shoot very high and they set off car alarms. They're so loud. <laughs> but... Sometimes it's our neighbors doing that. However, we join in and watch them, and we really much enjoy it. So I think we're not saying which neighbors. Not saying which neighbors, but they live like four doors down on the <laughs> cul-de-sac near us, and they blow things up all the time, or we do, or they call up and say, "Hey, do you have any of those things that go straight up in the air and like a rocket and set off car alarms?" And I'm like, "Yes, we do. Those are fun holidays. We uh-huh. want people, to, but sometimes it's just you and me doing it with you know maybe one or two people out there, and sometimes it's the whole." Family. Family, but yeah. So I think, Lisa, I think the goal at the end of the day, you really do want to honor, you know, and, and the honor word is important here, right? We want to honor and respect our spouse and their traditions just as much as they're going to honor us mm-hmm. and family, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you start with spouse and then you go to family. Right. So as we look back and we just kind of recap those six keys to, to how to plan the holidays mm-hmm. with family. So that first one we talked about, you said, talk about your hopes and expectations. The second one is remember that your spouse comes first before your parents, right? And then third, agree as a couple how to establish your own holiday traditions. And then fourth, establish the ground rules in advance and be sure and let your family know in advance what you're doing. And then fifth, the goal is to honor your spouse and your family, trying to be as fair as possible, but just remembering that um, the the plans that you establish in those early days of mm-hmm. your new marriage are going to set the precedent and expectations for the future. Yeah. So think through them and really don't just do it haphazardly, but really think through them. And oh, were you going to say something? No, but I, I just in, in, as you're thinking about that or mentioning that, I, I think about the idea of also being flexible and adaptive mm-hmm. and going, well, that was great, but let's try this or let's add this in or let's, you know, and, and, and yeah. sometimes holding on to some things just because you did it this way as a kid, they could be great and make you feel good, but it's also a chance to go, we can establish something new and try it out. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. So the bottom line you're saying is just be flexible. I think if you had another point, it would be number six would be, yeah, I think it's Mm -hmm. just be flexible, be adaptive, Mm -hmm. try new things. It may not be exactly the way you always dream that it would be. And you may have to tweak it Mm -hmm. and change it a little bit as uh, as your stage in life changes, as your children's stage in life changes. You just need to be willing to give and not insist on having your own way. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I love that. And it, it's been hard a little bit when we were newly married, least to to <clears throat> you know spend time. We just wanted to be together and hang out and spend time, but we knew we needed to be with family, and mm-hmm. so it'd be hard. You'd drive four hundred miles and five hundred miles on you know, Thanksgiving morning, or sometimes you'd drive that long on a Christmas Eve just to be with the next family to be able to spend. And it was worth it, you know, and and we didn't do that all the time. And there are great memories and then Mm -hmm. establishing our own um, eventually, you Mm -hmm. know, and and it's it's fun. And yet I do think those are great tips, uh, especially that flexibility idea. Yeah. And just keeping in mind, like you said before, that the date itself is not the main thing. Mm. You know, that you celebrate your birthday has to be on your birth date or that um, Thanksgiving has to be on Thanksgiving, that fourth Thursday of the month. The main goal is really, when you get down to it, to just enjoy spending time together as a family and who cares what day it is as long as we're enjoying each other we can knock ourselves out and make it happen that day and and end up not enjoying it because it was so stressful for everybody or we can just be a little more flexible and really find the joy in being together yeah we've all had those families man where you're sitting around you're just going to have fun it is you this you're going to enjoy this and you're going i put all this time and And you know everybody's fighting with each other and not liking each other No, it's not fun. I mean, Mm -hmm. you go outside and you want to play football. You want to tackle them and you want to, you know, (laughs) smack them around and and mom come play or dad or somebody else so that we could, you know. But at the end of the day, it really is about, I think, at least you're right, the the day on the calendar isn't the Mm -hmm. important thing. It's really finding those critical moments where we can engage, connect, and be together as family. Yeah, so if you would like more information about this, or if you want these points laid out for you uh, where you can go back and refer to them, check out our blog at cmr.biola.edu. And this blog is called Your Family or Mine, Six Keys to Planning How to Spend the Holidays with In-Laws. And we have way more on that website, a lot of resources that are free and uh, We'd love for you to check them out. And Chris, any parting words? No, I would just say um, enjoy uh, and look forward to these holidays as a chance to uh, not just get closer to each other, but to sense what's the deeper meaning behind this. It's to celebrate something that God has done. Thanksgiving, the word is gratitude. And and Mm. to express gratitude throughout the year doesn't make it so much that you have to spend it just on one day being grateful. Gratitude throughout our world and throughout our days can make for Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. just to be a simple another day of expressing gratitude. Same with celebrating who Jesus was and his birth. Mm. You know, we should probably do that on a regular basis and, you know, do that regularly. And uh, anyway. Yeah, it's a great note to end on. All right. Well, good talking. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Art of Relationships. This podcast is only made possible through generous donations from listeners just like you. If you like it and want to help keep the podcast going, visit our website at cmr.biola.edu and make a donation today. 